2: Yeah, it's Friday night. It's six o'clock. It's time for the happy hour here at Mutiny. I was gonna rap like this guy behind me, but I can't because I ain't good at that. Uh, Today in the fills on happy hour, we've got Ace the Rapper with this new album called Caution Try Me. Thank you for sending me your album, Ace the Rapper. We're gonna be listening to that all day here on happy hour. Well, for the next two hours at least. Uh, Thank you guys for being here. This is an open mic. We're going to get started. Uh, For people who don't know how it works, when you hear the horn, that means you have a minute. That's how that works. Uh, So we're going to get started right now with your first comedian. And you're going to want to clap wildly because he is a tall, young drink of water. And uh, he's serious about it, and I still am have trouble pronouncing his last name. Put your hands together, everybody, for Aaron Surasusi!
1: Turn it on. Oh, turn it on. Hello?
3: Yeah. Okay. You're making progress on that. One day you'll get my last name. recently moved. I live in a frat house now. The only problem is I don't go to the school of the frat I live in. Like, so, I'm in in this frat house with a bunch of UC Berkeley kids, but I decided when I moved there, I have to start assimilating. So, for example, like, you'll never see my legs less than two feet apart from each other. Like, I, I have to keep the man spread going. It took me a while to figure out the sweet spot, though. Like, how to go from, like, this to, like kind of together, but a little apart. You know, like, I put a lot of work in my man-spreading, so I can prove I'm a new frat boy. Um, So, also, but, it's also, like, a UC, it's UC Berkeley, so, all, a lot of the kids are really nerdy. Like, the other day, this kid named Nathan comes up to me. He's this, like, little Asian kid wearing a douche cap. Does anyone know what a douche cap is? It's, like, like, I'm from the Midwest, and we call douche caps like, people wearing these, like, flat-lidded hats. Um, but Nathan, he comes up to me, he's like, hey, man, what's your name? And, like, doing some common introduction, I'm like, I'm Aaron. He's like, I'm Nathan, room 41. And he's like, top floor, w- what room are you in? And I'm like, oh, shit, this is one of the top floor people that I've never heard about. And I was like, I'm, I'm room five. Like, I live in the basement of a fr- of the fraternity. I'm like, as bottom dweller as you can get. Nathan's like, wow, I get the best view of all the other fraternities around us. I was like, damn dude, that's amazing. I can see a car right outside of my window because I'm subterranean. And then Nathan's like, you should come check out my room sometime. Like, th- I I'm, I imagine this is the best part about this kid, room 41. I was like, well, when I go sightseeing around the fraternity, like, I will definitely come check out your room. And he's like, yeah, it's my favorite place to bring all the ladies. I feel like it's the only place Nathan can bring the ladies. Like, he's not going to bring them to, like, the beer-soaked beanbag in the corner. <laughs> Obviously, he's going to bring them to room 41. But then it dawned on me, like... At, like he's using plural for women. Like he he didn't bring just one lady up to his room. He brought the ladies. And then it dawned on me. Like women are attracted to elevation. That's the secret. Like I imagine something happens at the top of Mount Everest where, that makes women like completely turned on. Like you only see you only see the pe. Like only the people who get to the top of the Mount Everest are the ones who get the women. Obviously. I'm just someone like at the bottom of Mount Everest. I don't get anyone. Yeah? Um No, I'm becoming more San Franciscoan like and not not really very frat like. Like I've i I've started getting into consent. Yeah? You
1: were into
3: it before. It's been a rough eighteen years, man. It's been a rough eighteen years. <laughs> Yeah, I always make sure to get consent from women now because I'm a respectable young man that lives in San Francisco. A few weeks ago, I, things were getting a little heated with this girl. I was thinking of bringing her up a few feet in elevation. Um, we started going out, and I was like, hey, can I touch your left boob? And she's like, thank you. How respectful of you. And then we keep on going. I was like, hey, can I touch your right boob? Cause like the right one may be more sensitive than the left one, and she's like, "Yeah, that, that's fine." So we keep going, and then and then, I popped a question: Can I touch your stomach? She and like she got up and left. I think there's something about women's stomachs that they, they don't want they don't want me to touch. This is like the third time now. I don't know, like I I can touch their boobs, but not their stomach. I'm Aaron Cerusi. Thank you.
2: All right, so Sarusi! so Oh yeah, all right. Uh, again, we're listening to Ace the Rapper with his new album, Caution, Try Me with Two Ys. Why? Because he sent it to me in the mail. If you out there want to send me a CD, I will play it. I don't give a fuck. Neither does your next comedian. You guys are going to love him all the way from the South Bay. Clap it up right now for Farko!
1: Ace the roster, shit, West. dog,
4: dog never record. new radio, dog, <laughs> motherfuckers, <laughs> motherfuckers, <laughs> jeez! All right, got it out, guys. I pulled it out, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, uh, when I play football. I play like Bradshaw. Carrie Bradshaw.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Six in the city. Do, 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 do. Hey, what's up? Welcome. Come on in. We're waiting for you. Awesome. Uh I did a show yesterday at a homosexual club, guys. It was hella dope. Um I was the only straight comedian on the bill. And they were cool. We hanged out all night, guys. And then they really wanted to get in my head and they were like, come on, Faco, tell me what's been in your head, Faco. Come on, open up. And I was like, okay, you wanna know what's in my head? Lately, I've I've been like feeling lonely and I miss holding hands with like a girl, guys. I go, man, I feel so lonely sometimes. I miss like, I feel like, you know, I miss laying down with the girl at night, man. And they all looked at me and they go, yo, you sound gay. Thank you. I was waiting for that one so, um i i have I have a day job guys I'm not a mil- a millionaire sorry um I work in as a temp and I do a lot of catering events and I catered this spot for two thousand people. It was a pizza party, and the event is they were laying off two thousand people. <laughs> right and so I'm watching people and they're sad they go like man what am I gonna do I just bought a house you know and I'm like would you like another slice of combination oh you know we might be hiring you can use me as a reference Mm -hmm. hey thanks Mm -hmm. thanks I appreciate it (laughs) you're a good person too you too. What's up, yo? Yeah. Uh, I got some new headphones, guys. Yeah, I got some uh, headphones, just the earbuds. And I had a choice. I could have choice chose the white ones or the black ones. And I decided to join the uh, to get the black headphones, guys, because uh, if I chose the white ones, people would think I have an iPhone and try and rob me right so they see me with the black ones they're like oh that guy's just listening to a cassette player man (laughs) you don't got anything thanks (laughs) Doug. woo woo feeling good guys i am from san jose i'm from the south bay i'm high as well i smoke weed occasionally i roll a lot of joints you know um I met a person that has a cannabis card. I have a cannabis card. And I could carry up to two ounces. And he showed me up and he said, I could carry up to 500 pounds. What? Seriously, he has one of those growers license, wow. right? And then I'm like, oh, okay. Then I was like, wait a minute. Why am I the only one rolling the J's right now? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking roll a blunt, please. <laughs> Everybody, and all he had was the big papers, not even the little papers, <laughs> dude. And he still had no weed, man. <laughs> hey, my name is Fackle, thanks guys. You ain't even here, I'm like old oh, man.
2: everyone, it's Fackle. I'm digging Ace to Rabber in the middle, I gotta tell you, thank you for sending it in the mail. Yeah, lovely human beings. Your next comedian, he's a, he's a, he's, he's a new army member He's, uh, he's been hanging out at a bunch of our open mics. We're excited to have him. He's coming into the fold, everyone. Clap your hands wildly and laugh your asses off for Martin
1: Cunny. i
5: feeling that, too. It sounds good. What's up, guys? <clears throat> um, I know everyone... I think everyone was really shocked uh, back in this November 8th, you know, when Donald Trump got elected. Everyone was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Like, so many people had to make that decision. So many people had to be total idiots and put in their vote for this guy. I was not surprised because I am a commuter. And any commuter knows how many fucking idiots exist in this world. I swear to God, I can't believe the people we give licenses to. I mean, what do you got to do? You got to go in. You take a ten-question multiple-choice exam, which you don't have to get all of them right. You can miss three of those questions. It doesn't matter which question. Be like, uh, which one's the gas pedal? Uh, I don't know. I'm gonna come back to that one. Uh, Big red spot on the page. What's this color? Uh, Maybe uh, you know. I get one more. You know, I'll play the odds. Uh, What about what about uh, what is a blinker? No, no, none of those. You got to go out there and you got to drive for about five minutes and then you're good. You get a license and you're licensed for about 10 years. 10 years. Five minutes is not long, how long it takes to figure out if you can drive or not. The driving test in San Francisco should be you start on Lombard and you got to make it down to the other end of mission without hitting a single bum or a bicyclist because that's the real test in San Francisco. That's what you really got to be able to do, right? I think that, you know, I think that the driving test should be based on, you know, what you're driving because everyone comes in with these different cars and it's you know, everyone has these different driving styles. You know, everyone drives differently in these different cars, right? Like if you're driving in a Beamer, you got to go on the freeway and tailgate the shit out of everybody that you dri- that you're driving around, right? Cuz that's what every Beamer's going to be doing. You can't use a single turn signal the entire time. You know, one si- one turn signal, you're disqualified. If you drive like a uh Like a white Mercedes, you got to, you know, drive to high school while putting on makeup, like a teenage girl, right? That's because that's what you're going to be doing. That's assuming what you're going to be doing. If you drive a, uh, like a Ford Ranger, or is it Ford Ranger, yeah. You know, you got to go to Home Depot and pick up uh, three-day laborers and see how high you can stack uh, cardboard in the back of your truck. It's got to be at least 10 feet or you don't get your license, you know, (laughs) 10 feet. You drive a VW van, you gotta roll a joint while you're driving, and then you gotta light it, and then you have to drop it in your lap and put it out without sideswiping any cars. That's the real test right there. Uh, And then you're good, right, because it's like, all right, it's like, good luck out there. But I mean, maybe you're a good driver, but you walk around and you see all these idiots every day walking down the street, right? And these, these people are getting licenses, too. You got people with their fucking, like, shirts tucked into their underwear. The people with, like, their eyelids pierced. People wearing, like, non-ironic Make America Great Again hats. And you got to... Those people all have licenses, too. You're on the road with them, right? And think about it. It's... it's you, All these people are just running around with, like, the deadliest weapon in America. Because that's what it is. The is the deadliest weapon in America. Or one of them. Uh you think about it like what if you just replaced it with another deadly weapon like it was a magical medieval flail that you had to swing around your head and it would make you run really fast and that's what everyone was just taking on the freeway like everyone was just swinging a flail around like how's it going like i got to trust that these people that are you know fucking singing along in their cars like (laughs) People aren't looking at the road, people texting and driving. I got to trust that they're not just going to like veer off and just beam me in the face with about 12 pounds of cast iron. Like, come on. This is an unreasonable thing to do. I think it's just goddamn crazy. You got some, see some Iwo Jima vet. One eye, he's 90 years old. He's creeping into your lane. You're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I hope he figures it out. Hope he doesn't crack my skull. All right, that's all I got right now, guys. Thanks,
2: Martin Gunning. Afraid of driving, rightfully so. Faith in architecture is crazy. Yeah, it's one of those rooms where everyone's a comedian and no one has a car because we're all poor as fuck. So it's like, like at you know, with normal people that drive cars, that set would have killed. If my boyfriend would have been here, the one with the road rage who screams at everybody, he would have been laughing I stare that turn angel doesn't exist. <laughs> I don't it's true. It's uh, they're, uh, gay cars. Boo cars. Uh, the future is upon us. Your next comedian, he knows about the future. It's staring him in the face every day. Just harder than the rest of it. I think that his future has like one glass eye and he keeps looking in the wrong direction. He's like, where are you looking at future? Put your hands together everybody. John Gallagher!
1: Weird shit, these niggas, they can't have it been a brother
6: through the harness, I know this wasn't what you really want to come but no
7: The future is a crow with a glass eye, (laughs) and it has a corncob pipe, and a cool uh, leg. It has a broken leg. That has no legs. It has no legs, a glass eye, half a wing. Uh, and it says the word "maverick" over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Ah, yeah. Hey guys, I went to the I went to a Super Bowl party last week. is uh, pretty cool. I uh, won uh, $300 from betting on an asshole winning. Isn't that nice? Huh? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Thanks, Tom Brady. You fucking piece of shit. That's ah, the best. Uh, it was an annoying... It was a regular Super Bowl party. The Super Bowl party is when all the normies come out that don't even like football, and you'd hear people sit, talk shit about football year-round, like, this game's so fucking stupid. It's like, yeah, you're watching millionaires uh, make each other retarded, but why don't you understand what's going on? I don't think you have brain damage. You just called a turnover a give-me-up or something. Um, uh, but, yeah, one of the one of the worst parts about it wasn't that. It was uh, listening to a man complain about his cocaine hangover. Uh, is there a less sympathetic thing to complain about? <laughs> oh, I did too much cocaine. Oh, the people are doing 40 years in prison for the thing I just do for fun. <laughs> it's like every time you do cocaine, it's like the worst drug ever because you're basically just snorting like a South American child's soul. You know what I mean? It's like his... Just snorting Ho- Jorge's dream to get to America, and all, all it does is make you and your roommate Greg very sweaty and nervous, that's all. <laughs> that was actually, that was Jorge's real dream, honestly, that was a good one. Uh, I, was, uh, I was doing, um, I was on the bus, I was riding the bus, because you know, you know the future. Uh, riding the bus. And I was sitting next to this old lady, and one of the things I was doing is I, I committed the big, the big San Francisco infraction. I found myself doing a bit of the old, uh, the old man spreading. You know? See, it's a big crime, big problem on public transportation. Yeah, I know. See, I'm, I know. I know. I know where I'm going to get the mean looks from. Uh, I felt myself. My legs were splayed. I, I touched this old lady, and I was like, "I'm sorry, I was man spreading," which means I was spreading too far. And she's like, "That's okay." She's like, "Oh, whatever." She, and she started to apologize to me to make me feel better. I was like, "No, this was my fault." And she said, what is manspreading? And I was like, are you going to make me fucking mansplain, manspreading to you, you fucking old bag? No. And I threw her in the river. Because you got to murder an old lady you're being nice to her or something. Uh, I was... Uh, uh, was it i I was thinking about this the apocalypse is coming up i like to think about just the oncoming apocalypse because we have a a giant baby with nuclear weapons running our country and so a lot of people are worried about like not having kids like the beginning of idiocracy if you're smart you don't want to have kids i think if you're smart you're like me man you're gonna make as many kids as possible you know i'm gonna start pumping kids out as soon as possible because the thing is this when that apocalypse hits you know we're not gonna have an economy anymore you need a little wiggle room in that barter economy of the apocalypse right it's like hey Needs something to trade, right? You think Timmy's at least worth a gallon of water, right? He fucking, he can go, go to work for you. Look, he's got sturdy thighs. He's got calluses on his hands already. Can eat him, do whatever. Uh, that's why I'd be a good dad, you know? Teach him lessons. He wouldn't like it, but at least he'd understand. Uh, and this, I would be a good dad for a lot of other reasons though. Like, namely this. Like, I don't know if you guys had kids or had friends like this growing up. One of my one of my friends was telling me we were drunk, and he goes like, uh, "My dad disciplined me when we were getting too drunk. is he, he made me drink all the beers to get too sick." I don't know if you guys had friends like that, right? Kind of stupid because he's telling you that you're all blackout drunk in a bar. He's like, he's a fucking alcoholic. Bad lesson, right? So here's what I do. So if I find my child doing that, what I do is I take all the beers from him and I just drink all of them in front of him every day for 40 years, right? And then as soon as I'm dying from cirrhosis, what I do is I pull him nice and close and with my dying breath, just go, this was all your fault. And I die. Good lesson. Anyway, guys, thank you.
2: John Gallagher, killing it. Yeah. Killing imaginary children. Killing the audience with this hilarious jokes. Your cocaine jokes are really great. I'm chewing peanuts right now. I'm sorry. Peanuts. Peanuts, not penis. Peanuts. They're delicious. Thank you, George, for the peanuts. Your next comedian. I bet she likes peanuts, too. Um, you No, know, she's an incredibly funny lady, you guys. If you haven't seen her, then you don't live in San Francisco. and you, You're going to see her right now. She's fucking hilarious. You're going to love it. Put your hands together, everybody, and clap them in a wild, slappy-like motion for Gabby Pochia!
1: Thank
8: you. I don't like peanuts. They're too healthy. Um, I like peanut butter because it's bad for you. Um, I was late because I stopped up my aunt's toilet and I didn't want to leave poop in the toilet, you know? But it was an incredibly... Uh, relaxing, calming, nostalgic feeling to be like, this person's seen my shit so many times, it doesn't even matter. When does that happen? It was just such a relief. I haven't, uh, it's just, I just want to say that. Thank God for people changing my diaper. I'm so grateful for that now, because I don't have to feel shame about my shit. That's all. Are both of you here to do the mic? Is one of you here to do the mic? Uh, You. I, I totally didn't think, I was like, he, this is his first mic, and he brought the girl he likes to watch him, which was a terrible idea. But really, you were the one that made the bad choice. But that's okay, that's okay, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, and, you know, you do or don't, right? There are no maybes. At Mutiny Radio, bwaaaah! Uh, <laughs> I mean, maybe there are, I don't know. There might be maybes. No, there's not. Um, what else? I don't know. I uh, I barely I used to barely read. Um, I would pretty much only read headlines on Facebook, and so I decided to get off Facebook, and now I don't read at all. Uh, And uh, I do happen to read the headlines from uh, MSN News, which is Hotmail News, so it's very behind the times, and all of it is just about men who murder their wives and women who murder their children. And so all of my friends are concerned about Trump, and I'm scared that my mom's going to lock me in a hot car. (laughs) Also she's seen my shit. What else about, I was thinking about that. Yep, I am 33, so I'm gonna have to decide whether to have a kid or not in, uh, during Trump's administration. <laughs> um, but worst case scenario, I end up on MSN News, right? Huh? Eh? Eh? I just came up with that, that's pretty good. I brought it back around. <laughs> um, yeah. A guy sent me a dick pic recently. And I could just tell by looking at it that it was not his dick, you know? Obviously, it was his favorite dick, but I'm not interested in Pinterest dick, you know what I'm saying? Are you guys boyfriend and girlfriend? No. Okay. Have, do you guys kiss? You have. That's okay. That's Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is totally inappropriate to do that. Um, but I like being mean, and I thrive on it, so <laughs> I can't say I'll stop. But uh, what? We can hug? You want to make out with me? I said heckle. Oh, okay. Don't you dare, okay? That's rule number one of Mutiny Radio. You do not heckle, though. No. That's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, I... Had so, oh yeah, yeah. I love to give hand jobs. I love to give hand jobs. They make me feel so in control, you know? It's like I have the power. And sometimes when I'm doing it, I just yell out, Order in the court! Order in the court! (laughs) Case dismissed. Something is sticky up here. Don't know what it is. I don't know if that was just like some sort of weird manifestation, but my hand is legitimately sticky now. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, Yeah, there was four things I wanted to say. I said three things. Um, So, gosh, it's so exciting. What could it be? What could it be? I don't know. I don't know. Ow, ow. Um, So are you going to sleep together or not? All right. Um, I got my weed card, and thank you, thank you. I went to a place called 420 Doctors, and it was so easy. I just walked in, got a quick breast exam, you know, from all 420 doctors. I know, that joke should be funnier than it is. Thank you guys
2: very much.
1: Gabby hey. Bogia!
2: Yay! again uh, felt up by doctors. I need to go get uh, my breasts examined. I'm just so scared of them putting them between two pieces of metal and squishing them down. And then, anyway, not funny. Just, I really have to go in for a mammogram. <laughs> Sorry. I'm 42. I gave up on babies long ago. But you're right, Gabby. You've got about two years to figure out if you want a retard or not. Yeah. Your next comedian. Came out of the vagina not retarded, and we were really happy that he is here with us to tell us jokes, and that's really nice. Uh, hey, everybody, slap those meat pods together for Hunter Uniac!
1: a robber's bank, been take, everything. All right. Hey,
9: guys. I oh, don't know. um I believe that, there, that if there is a God, he's an alcoholic. All right, because think about it, if you don't go to his, church, his house every Sunday morning for shitty liquor and snacks, you will burn in hell for eternity. You know he spent the past 2,000 years going up to every man telling them to chop off the tip of their dick and to put ashes on their forehead on Wednesday. those are the actions of a man in the mid-blackout. I don't know I believe that if, if God's an alcoholic, that would make Satan a stoner. and I, I think it's true because think about it, the very first time you see him in the Bible in the Garden of Eden, he convinces a woman to give in to her munchies. You know, he, uh, people say hell's filled with fire and brimstone. No, the devil just got that fire weed, and I'm a stoner brimming with excitement. I can't wait to fucking die and go to hell. I like weed, guys. I don't know. Um, I've had a weird day. It's been weird. Like, I, I'm just gonna fucking say it. I don't have to have time to process it, but okay. I, it's Friday, so I, I had a day off, went to a bar with my mom for lunch, for lunch, and we had a couple of drinks, and she started telling me the weirdest shit ever, like, ah, Fuck. That's not funny yet, I'm not gonna go through that. I'm just gonna tell all the shit then. It's not gonna work. This for you guys. Um Ran to my ex girlfriend the other day. It was weird. Now she's calling me constantly, you know, expecting me to give her my insurance. <sighs> like I actually have that. I don't know. Um I believe I, I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately. You guys know that Vikings, not the pussy ass football team, but the guys that ruled Europe for three hundred years did shrooms when they fought in battle? Historical fact. How the fuck does that happen? I, take shroom, I took shrooms once, couldn't get my dick to work enough to take a piss. Let alone stand in front of a crowd and hack away to man until his dick stops working forever. I don't know, one Viking, this is true, one Viking held a bridge against a 15,000-man Anglo-Saxon army for an hour and a half. He killed 120 men on shrooms. The only way they stopped him, somebody went under the bridge and stabbed him up the ass with a spear. I don't have a joke for that. I'm just making History Cup alive on stage right now. What would you guys rather have? Like this 80 year old stoner who's so shell shocked he lived through that shit? Or me? A 22-year-old stoner who can take the other gaggle of dick chokes. We'll learn together, guys. I don't know. Um, I found out I can get a monocle prescription. I think that's pretty cool. Like I swear to god, like I'm legally blind like not I'm almost blind in this side. This side's 2020. I just wouldn't get it because I would turn to the most pompous asshole ever. You know, like popping out the worst possible time. Some lady's freaking out in a restaurant. I'm like, help, help, my baby's choking. Is there a doctor in the house? No, man, but I do have a monocle. Let's open that little fucker's mouth. See, it back, see exactly how badly you screwed up while he's still alive. Ah, shit, roll of quarters. That sucks. You're going to be out 10 bucks by the end of the day. I don't know, guys. I got weird standards. Um, got a lot of business ideas. Want to run off you really quick, see how they work. Uh, I want to make a masturbation condom for men. And our motto's going to be when you need to put matters into your own hands. That's where really the only idea I got, And be honest with you guys. It's a good one, though. i make my money that way. Like, Think about it. I, I, don't, have, okay, I don't have any other um, business ideas, but I do have a dream. And my dream is that one day I'll be able to be in control over every single escalator in the United States of America. Because think about it. Trump's just got elected president. At the very least, I'm overqualified for escalators. You know, what's the worst that happens? They break down. Now you got to take the stairs like a fucking poor person. whoop you do? I just saw the U.S. obesity epidemic with like five minutes with escalators. What the fuck is Michelle Obama doing for the past eight? I don't know, guys. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I wanted to talk to you guys about. All right, give it up for your host, everybody.
2: Hunter Uniac. That's right. Um, escalate. Take the stairs, fatty. <laughs> uh yeah. I got it. I'm telling you. Ace to Rapper doesn't suck balls, man. I'm kind of digging him. Thank you, Ace to Rapper, for sending me your album. Caution, try me. I really like it. Hey, uh, he's playing the fills. Your next comedian. Another young, tall drink of water. Uh, smarter than really anybody I know. If you gave him a glass of water, he could probably tell you like the volume of the glass and then like the esoteric, esoteric nature of water and how it pertained and... Something. Uh, hey everybody. Clap 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 for Connor
1: Doherty. know the i Hi
10: everyone, I'm here to talk to you about the esoteric nature of water and something, something. No, I'm not. I was watching basketball the other day. And the, my team, the the Timberwolves were playing this other team, the Detroit Pistons. And there was a guy on the Pistons with his last name Morris. And I was watching the game and I was like, oh, that's Marquise Morris. I've seen him before. I remember him being on a different team, but that's Markeith Morris. I'm sure of it. And the commentator starts calling him Marcus Morris. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Am I just like a racist that can't tell black people apart? And there's like this guy named Morris and I just like made up this name Markeef, and his name is Marcus. Where's this coming from? And I had, you know, I was really looking in, you know, I was smoking some weed, playing basket, watching basketball, not playing basketball. Turns out he's an identical twin. There is a Markeef Morris and a Marcus Morris. Wow! Markeef Morris plays for the Wizards, Washington. So I'm not a racist. No, I'm probably still a racist. Uh, So I was thinking about if you could uh, distribute skills that you have like in a video game or something, but instead you could do it in real life. I would actually, I would just like realign things slightly so that I could dunk since we're talking about basketball. Like I'm not that far off, I'm pretty tall. And like in college, I could dunk one of those squishy dodgeball things. But you know, there's just, there's only so much height you can add. You need like fast twitch muscles and stuff. So I would just start, you know, I would maybe like give up some of my intelligence or like distance running or something else just so I have, get that like little bit extra more until I can dunk. But I'm still not good at basketball. I just, I can dunk. So I'm just like the guy standing alone in the gym, just like, yeah! but I like can't play. So then I, I need more. So I start trading in other skills. I start like losing the ability to, you know, i losing vocabulary. I can't do math. My vision is deteriorating, but I'm like throwing down between the legs jams. Hmm. Okay. I was more interested in my descent into like addiction to slam dunking than you guys were. Uh, Have you guys seen the advertisements on the buses and the BART about sudden unexpected infant death? S-U-I-D, these advertisements about it. Unexpected seems like an unnecessary modifier there. Like if you expected that infant death, you just killed a kid. Excuse me, ma'am, when exactly did you begin to expect that this infant was going to die? Seems like someone's covering something up. Um, uh, so, yeah, so I've decided that I've realized that comedy is going nowhere for me. So I'm just going to use this time to work on a character that I will be playing off and on for the rest of my life. This is a great social gathering. I feel comfortable here. <laughs> okay, that's all I have. Like, that's why I'm, I'm still working on it. Thank you.
1: Always want to hit the mall. She know I'm Doherty,
2: never, everyone. Hooray. What you really know. He's like the awkward younger brother you want to take to, like, your friend's house to introduce her to your, like, you know, sister's best friend from Albuquerque. You know, uh, all right, your next comedian is another dude who has jokes, clap wildly. <laughs> I know it's like, hey, it's a Friday of mutiny. What's going to happen? Actually, we're going into a Z block right now. We're going into a rock block. People with Z names. That's weird. Uh, But your first Z boy coming up right now is Zach Pierce.
1: Like where then i be with you. a cup of Never wife a bitch. And I know she doing this.
11: Z-boy, it's a cool nickname, I like it, I hope everyone's doing okay now, this guy's kind of tired, hello, (laughs) good morning, Um, anyways, I like to complain a lot, I love complaining, it's my, my thing to do, like I don't like the term bless you, you know how people say that when you sneeze? I think those are beautiful words. I just think we're using on the wrong bodily function because to me, a sneeze feels great. It's like a release, like a cum shot out of my nose. I don't need anyone to make sure I'm okay when I'm sneezing. Like, what about coughing? Coughing's a pretty horrible bodily function. No one says anything about that. Like, the other day I was at Target walking down aisle three and this guy was coughing himself to death. And I could tell the vibe was like, can you just go home and die? Getting us sick with your coughing. I don't know, here's an idea. I think we should use the term bless you in a different setting, like the public restroom. Like if you hear someone dropping a deuce, as soon as you hear the splash, bless you. So that's a very vulnerable moment your pants are down in public. I know I could use a bless you then. Then you could like out them after. You can be like, hey, green Adidas. Hope that deuce didn't cause you any bad butt splash. you have a recovery from that. Sure, the dog liked that one. He's like, I hated that joke. Um, anyways, I love sports. Uh, uh, favorite sport is MMA. Two people in a cage trying to kill each other. It's very entertaining. Better than golf, I don't really, it's kind of boring for me. I actually wanted to be an MMA fighter before doing stand comedy. I was an angry white man, which was dangerous. I thought that MMA would be a good idea, so I, I tried it. I did some of the training, uh, a little bit of boxing and jiu But when I was training my main strength was getting injured. They called me Mr. Glass because I broke easy. Not a good uh, career path is Mr. Glass in MMA. But uh, you know, I still uh, work out, been lifting weights. uh, Do a lot of power lifting, but I don't really uh, get it. You know, I, I lift weights all the time. I eat every two hours and I still look like the vegan version of the Wolverine. I'm trying to evolve to the Teen Wolfer. You know, this bombing makes me feel like Lone Wolf. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, I know. But if I'm told if you go to, like, the gym, you know, you see those bodybuilders that, like, live there. It's like they're 9 to 5. They're just angry, hitting that bench press. And I was like, hey, angry guy, how do I get yawked like you? He's like, well, you have to go to a place called bodybuilding.com. Uh, so I went there because I was trying to get yoked and I purchased this uh, magical protein formula called Serious Mass. It was this weight-gaining formula it came in a 10-pound bag. It was a 2,200-calorie protein shake I had every morning for 10 months. But after 10 months, the only Serious Mass I was seeing was out my ass because 2,200 calories in liquid form isn't good for your digestive system. They should have called that a 10-pound bag of Serious Mass out your ass. That would have been more realistic. Well, it's been great spoken word poetry tonight. Uh, Give it up for your host, everyone.
2: Zach Pierce, TED Talk and poems together at last here at the Mutiny Happy Hour. Your next comedian, it's Z Block, like I said, Z name. You can see him on Wednesdays at Iron and Gold, where he runs an open mic that's super awesome. Clap wildly for Zane Barrett. Yay!
12: Clapping! The music going away. Yay me! Yay me! Ah, oh, damn, they left. My crowd work walked out the fucking door. I had a minute on them. a fucking minute. I was going to ask him so many questions. Uh, Well, before I came over here, I went and picked up a sweet bag of cocaine from a guy I went to college with. Um, And for those of you who don't do cocaine and have a functional life where you're happy normally, um, you you get two kinds. You can get actual cocaine which feels awesome and makes you want to fuck ladies. Or you can get baby powder with a little bit of cocaine in there. You can get some of that too. Baby laxative, baby powder. They mix it all together. Nothing's worse than not knowing. Knowing which kind you have if somebody offers you free cocaine at a party you're hitting on a hot lady It's baby laxative now all of a sudden you have to take a shit in a stranger's home when you thought you were gonna get pussy It's a terrible scenario to be in who wants to take a shit at a party in front of a bunch of strangers because they know It's you you come out of there. It smells like shit. It's just you're labeled as a shit boy So I wouldn't recommend it know your cocaine is what I'm saying people know your cocaine Um, And when I was high on cocaine, I like to go to open mics. It helps with this comedy set. Um, I I, I would recommend more of the comics who came up here beforehand do cocaine. Um, But uh, it helps out a lot with that. And I took the bus, took the bus to these open mics. And um, this was an interesting one, because I picked it up in Chinatown. And when I got on, it felt like a Coldplay song. It was all yellow. And then I went over, and it was just basically a bunch of Asian people and two Brock Turner-looking motherfuckers just sitting next to each other, chatting about girls they like to fuck. And one of them opens on this yellow bus, opens with, I have the yellow fever, man. I like fucking Asian girls too much, which I look around like, Jesus Christ. How's he opening with that? But the yellow fever makes no sense. For those of you who don't know what that is, that's when uh, men really, really like fucking Asian women. But I feel like the yellow fever would be more suited to a guy that like raw dogs an Asian chick and then has to go to the clinic. It sounds like such a negative thing. You have a fever, you need to go to the hospital. It's awful. And his friend responds with... Oh, I like fucking fit girls. I disagree with both of them, but I want to I hear. I want to hear where he's going with this. And he's like, yeah, I just love a girl with like, like a six-pack abs, like toned arms, and like a really firm, tight ass. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, like a guy? Like, I, it seems like I, that, I've never heard somebody come out to their friend halfway like that before. Like, you, usually you just burst out of the closet. But this motherfucker dipped a toe, stuck his head out, and thought, nah, a couple more years. A couple more years, I'll come back to this. I mean, it, well, a, a, a tight, firm ass? Like, I'd fuck a girl through a glory hole if that was what I was trying to get out of that. It's called cushion for the pushing, not a solid fucking wall of muscle breaking my pelvis. I have a weak pelvis, ladies and gentlemen. I can't fuck women like that. I'm not built for it. I guess it, I guess it just means you go to the gym a lot if you, like to, if you can handle all that and your pelvis doesn't get shattered from two humps, but... That's not me. That's not me. Not me at all. Um, but uh, speaking of sex and unrelated jokes, that I'm stringing together here. Um, I, I got a new girlfriend recently. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The horn for that. That's good. Either way, I got a I got a new girlfriend recently, and uh, I've never had a girlfriend like more experienced than me. Like this is a real kinky girl. She's been opening my world sexually, and so when she asked me like, hey. What do you want me to do on your birthday? What do you want me to do for your birthday sex? And I was like, you know what? Let's do something crazy. When you're on top this time, I want you to not shove your finger up my ass and punch me in the face. This girl's too crazy, guys. You ever think you had to talk a girl down on birthday sex? No. No, God, my life is ruined now. Every time I take a shit, it's like Edward Scissorhands is crawling out of there. It's fucking terrible. It's terrible. And she has long curled fingernails, like those press-on ones. It's like a razor blade up the asshole. I don't know what she gets out of it. Maybe just seeing me cry and then begrudgingly be like, that was good for me too. I feel like, I, I know what women, I know what women go through. When you have to lie about it, and it hurts, and you're embarrassed, and you don't know what to do, and then you call your mom afterwards in tears. I, I, I imagine it's 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 roughly the same thing. It's roughly the same thing. Well, you guys have, uh, yep. All right, see you guys later.
1: really Barrett! Oh, tell it like it is.
2: I, I don't, I try to stay away from the tushy play, just, I mean, that new stomach flu that went around, I mean, it's all fecal-oral, so everyone just be careful. Your next comedian is a nice human being. I haven't seen her in a long time, but I'm excited to see her, and I can't wait to hear her new jokes, because I haven't seen her in, like, three years, so I'm sure everything... I know, it's been a long time. Hey, everybody. She's a great comedian. It's Nicole Turley.
1: like,
13: what you want, nigga, wasting time? trying to fuck your Wait till the music goes down so I can make my little intro. Uh, thank you, Pam. That is so sweet. I've missed you. I've missed the comedy. Yeah, so it's nice to be back. Nice to be back at Mutiny. I really uh, love this place. It's all I like the new setup. It's awesome. Um, everybody's been doing this like kick thing. Hey, I did it. Wow. Yeah, the yoga's paying off. Yeah, like that little ah joke. I'm just gonna do that every time somebody's supposed to laugh. You guys, you guys, game? Okay. How are you doing, dog? Do you like being a dog? Um, I wish I was a dog. I would love to just be able to pee wherever I felt like it. That's the worst thing about being human. You have to save your bodily urges and things for, like, appropriate places and times. And dogs just have it all. They can do anything, you know? They can just, like, you know, try to fuck people on the street and not get charged with, like, you know, sexual harassment. God, I want to be a dog. No, I don't. Um, and yeah, you shouldn't just try to fuck random people on the street either. That's not nice. Um, So I, uh... I used to work at this bar, this old man bar in Portland, Oregon. Um, it's where a lot of like retired guys and chronically unemployed middle aged men would gather and drink and get really perverted and check out underage girls and be gross about it. Oh God, it was so. They would say the most perverse stuff. Like there was this big window, and um, they, this guy, Carrie, saw this group of high school girls walking across the street towards the bar, and he's all just, yeah. Yeah, that's the age when they're in their prime. Everything's all firm. Then after that, it goes downhill. <coughs> Excuse me. I make myself cough doing my gross pervy old man Was That's gross though, I don't wanna hear that. Man. God, if a woman that old was perping out on guys, she'd be like a dirty old lady, you know? I mean, men can get away being sexual, you know, all old and it's, you know, but it, like if you're a woman, like if a woman did that to guys, it would be gross. And I think it's my job as a feminist to be that gross old lady. I cannot wait to be 80 fucking years old. Hold on, that's my liver laughing when I say I'm gonna be 80, just a second. Okay, no, and I'll just, I'm just gonna like wear like the leopard tight pants with a total full on camel toe, hike my titties, you know, like way up here, you know, with all the little wrinkles like hitting my double chin, go down to the high schools and go, hey sonny, why don't I show you how an 80 year old does it? see these teeth? They come out. Want a gummer? <laughs> come on, honey. Come to my house. I'll give you some cookies. Oh, don't worry about the dry vagina. I got some Vaseline that'll fix that sandpaper right up. I mean, that is totally, I'm going to be so gross and oh my God, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be grand. Yeah, that's goals, guys. Goals. Um, I got a jury summons. Recently, um, and I'm not worried about how I'm going to get out of it as much as I'm worried that the defendant is going to be one of my ex-boyfriends. Well, I guess that would get me out of it. I, I don't make the best, best man decisions. Um, I tend to date a lot of psychos. It's gotten to the point where, like, you know, let's you know, my friends won't meet uh, one of my boyfriends unless I show them a criminal background check. <laughs> That's clean. Um, When Charles Manson got engaged, my friends called to congratulate me. It was great. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, I've had one ex-boyfriend in the insane asylum. That was fun. Don't you hate it when your ex does better than you after the breakup, you know? Here I gotta go to work, and he gets to sit in bed all day and watch TV, have food brought to him, and get the best fucking drugs ever. All right. Well, I think that was my one-minute light, so I'm gonna give it go, give it go (laughs) to the next comic. And so, all right, thanks, Pam. Um, Everybody, bye. Bye. Yeah, me trying to all
2: Knuckle I wonder if um 16-year-old dudes would like, if they'd be like, I mean, if you had like a 16-year-old virgin dude who's like, fuck yeah, I'll hit that. Like, why not? I mean, is that, yeah. is that, I, I don't know. Is it out of the question? I don't, I mean, would, would they, or would they be all like weird or... I'm now. I have to make a cartoon in my head. Ah, uh, your next comedian, he has a show on Wednesday nights from ten to midnight, and it was awesome this week. You guys should look it up. It's called The Night Space. You guys are gonna enjoy his comedy right now. Clap wildly for Arden. A scary nigga, I <laughs> mess Pam,
14: and I see to like me back. Hey, How's everybody doing tonight? Yeah, we're doing good, right? I uh, I got some new stuff I'm trying out. So sorry for the notebook. I uh, I know what you're thinking with the bandana, and yes, I did just get back from Vietnam. I was building houses for the poor and because uh, it's 2017, right? I'm not on an acid trip. it's all good. Uh, so I'm on this show coming up at the uh, Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. You should definitely look up tickets for that mutinyradio.fm. Uh, but I'm on this show called East of the Rockies and it's going to be on that Wednesday, March 1st. Uh, so I'm trying to think of stuff that I can do, you know, to kind of fill time and talk about East Coast versus West Coast stuff. So I was thinking about, uh, you people out here can't drive Where the damn. Like, okay, comics, I understand we're all poor. We can't afford cars and nice things, right? But the rest of you with the Teslas and the everything else, like... I grew up in New Jersey. It's near and dear to my heart. It's a beautiful state where people know how to drive aggressively with purpose to get where they're going. Ah, One time in New York City, I was sitting at a red light and hand to God in a rental. The taxi behind me didn't like the fact that I was stopped at a red light in the middle lane. So he bumped me and then pushed me through the intersection into traffic. I swear to God. And here was the thing. Now I'm actually holding up traffic. So I just got to speed off and hope to God there's no cop behind me. right? But I'm white. It's okay. You know, they let me off with just a, D- don't do that again. Right? Um uh, The other thing is I work in coffee out here. right? And I'm, I'm, I've got to say, I've adopted the look because I've been converted to the whole B2 laid-back lifestyle, and I didn't subscribe to it because I grew up in, you know, uh, the surroundings of New York City, and I lived in New York City for quite a while, and I love that city, but uh, to get a cup of coffee in New York City, you're risking life and limb because you walk into a coffee shop, an establishment that serves coffee, and you walk up to the counter to see the man behind the counter or woman, for that fact, uh, holding a New York Post. And uh, you say, excuse me, uh, could I get a cup of coffee? And they'll lower the New York Post just long enough to yell at you to get the fuck out of their store. What are you talking about telling them how to do their job? They'll give you a cup of coffee the damn well please, but they don't like the look at you get the fuck out. But out here, you tell the guy your order, and he forgets it three times. Like, what did you order? I'm sorry, right? Well, that was my attitude towards it, but not anymore because now I work in coffee where I handcraft cups of love every day for the people of San Francisco. And that takes time and effort and care. And having drank that type of coffee with actual, you know, craftsmanship behind it. And I, know, I, I sound like one of these people I never said it was going to be. But it, it really does make a difference. It's a delicious cup of coffee. Um, anyway, that's some ideas about the East Coast, West Coast thing. More to come, probably. Uh, but I'll end on this. Uh, I believe in love again. I didn't for the longest time. And then San Francisco, it, you, you surprised me again. And he showed me this couple sitting on the steps of the BART shooting up heroin together. And I said to myself, that's love. Because while I don't do heroin, I know people who do. And they don't love anything as much as they love heroin. But this couple is saying, I love you as much as I love heroin. And I mean, it's a modern day Romeo and Juliet. And it's going to end the same way with both of them in a heap. Anyway, my name's Ben Arden. That's been my time. Give it up for Pam Benjamin, your host.
2: Arden of the night space. They're trying to figure out the bathroom right now. It's just like you kind of got to pull up from the bottom. and the... There, they got it. Uh, James, do you want to go potty before you do your set? Okay, good. There you go. All right, Ian, you're already up. You're going to go up next. Your next comedian has jokes about all the presidents and other jokes which are funny. Uh, I've been studying about the first ladies. I'd like to someday match his 50. I learned about Garfield and how he died and how because he got shot, that's how they uh, invented the uh, air conditioner because it was a sweltering summer when he was dying for those two and a half months. James Garfield, the joke that you don't do about lasagna or whatever. Okay, your next comedian, funny guy, clap wildly for Ian Levy.
15: Hey guys, how's it going? Um, uh, is it is it against the law uh to yell theater in a crowded fire?
1: <laughs>
15: Just a thought, I don't know. I think I think I might be um I might be too indecisive. Uh though then again, maybe not. So that <laughs> was silly. Do you guys hear I I guess talk about serious stuff. Um do you guys know um what uh, his name is um uh, Ar- Argent Argent Pai is the new uh, head of the FCC, uh, and he's not a big fan of net neutrality, um, which is which is not a good thing. You know, I like net neutrality, and I just thought I would highlight you know what 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 we could potentially lose with net neutrality. Uh, so let's let's just start with uh, this is the Oxforddictionaries.com definition of a babbling brook. A small, fast-running stream. Uh, And this is Urban Dictionary's definition of a babbling brook. A quiet, serene place where the sound of water uh, flowing over rocks can be heard. Nature is all around, and it's also a great place for anal sex. just that's I, that, we could lose that through net neutrality I, I'm sorry but that's just something to keep in mind I, I didn't have enough time to write out all the definitions so we'll see it's a weird it's a weird world we live in um, I uh, I was in a, a Lyft line the other day uh, and there was already a guy in there and he was talking to the Lyft driver uh, about getting relationship advice which already if that's where you're going for your relationship advice probably not a great sign uh, and he was saying, the, the guy was saying to the driver, he said, uh, Oh, actually, I just got lunch with my ex of three years just the other day, you know, and I felt like it felt like there was a real connection there between us. And, and the lift driver said, Oh, do you think you guys are going to get back together? And the guy said, Well, she did say, uh, We are definitely never getting back together. But that's just like an emotional phrase which I think is maybe the most beautiful thing I've ever, this guy was so willfully ignorant. Like, if I could tell from his perspective that his girlfriend or his ex-girlfriend was not into him, like, it it, it was almost beautiful how sad it was. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, I, I asked a, a person out recently. I, I asked someone out on a date, uh, and she said no. But, but uh, that's just like an emotional phrase, so like, <laughs> So I think I still have a chance. Like that's <laughs> it's just a emphatic no. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I don't know. What what do you guys want to talk about? I can't think of any of the other silly jokes I've have written recently. What's what's on, on your mind, Madison? On my mind? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I have a new bionic arm. A new bionic arm? Okay, I don't have much to say about that other than Trump. Uh, I got too much stuff on Trump. I don't want to talk about Trump. But um, I, I did. You said you guys used to do Bionicles. No Bionicle fans? Like the shitty Lego ripoffs? Am I the? Am I? Am I insane right now? How did none of you? No uh, one here Bionicles. knows. Wait, Bionicles. I thought. I thought that was a type of Legos. Yeah. 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 It's. It's. It's like a. Am I? Am I going crazy right now? No one knows about. Is this reference so lo- arcane? <laughs> Am I just
2: acting? I know the word (laughs) arcane! Ah! Okay, I
15: I guess I give up on that, trying to make a Bionicles reference. uh, Just to to no avail, apparently. I'm sorry, you guys had such shitty (laughs)
2: childhoods.
15: Okay, I'm done, I guess.
2: (laughs) Ian Levy uses words like arcane. (laughs) <laughs> I know what that word means, but <laughs> it's like when I was hanging out with junior hires the other day and I would start I used the word pervasive and I was like, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm a dick. <laughs> and they like looked at me, I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that either. Like I, I don't mean to be using big words, um, arc- arcane and pervasive are big words. All right, moving along. Uh, he came out of the potty. He feels good. He's wearing a cool shirt. I'm excited to hear his jokes. He has a new open mic starting tomorrow and going every Saturday from 4 to 6 called James and Austin's Cool Show. Show up for that and clap wildly right now for James Mara.
16: It's from January
1: Thank
16: you, guys. Thank you, Pam. How's it going, Pam? Good. Um, I will... I will indeed plug my own show and invite you guys, if anyone wants to do seven minutes tomorrow between four and six, I have a couple more spots. Hit me up if you're free. Four to six p.m., not a.m., those would be interesting times. But yeah, four to six here, seven minutes. If you wanna hang out, come over. Um, how are you guys doing? Lively crowd. Um Got high the other day and wrote some really dark shit. So let's see how this goes. Um, been uh, been gaining a little bit of weight recently. We getting fat. Um, I had knee surgery a couple months ago, and like I couldn't like go any. I can like do anything. Like can work out or anything. Just uh, smoke pot and watch Gilmore Girls every night. Um, yeah, good show. Um, but uh, I'm better now. My knee's working. But, so I've been trying to go to the gym, but I have all these extra Vicodin. <laughs> You know? And every every night I'm faced with a decision like, go and confront my insecurities and do something about them. Or, eat a couple of these pills and forget my own name for a couple hours. <laughs> I forget what sadness feels like for a couple more hours. Um, yeah, safe to say you guys know which one John's been doing. I meant James has been doing. Call back. Um, yeah, you know, as as a guy that you're getting fat when you start grabbing your own tits during sex? (laughs) Do a little gender role reversal there, you know? Find yourself having to say really hard shit to counteract a bit of a bitch you look like? You're like, oh yeah, suck it, bitch. Oh yeah, right there. Um, we'll work on that one. Um, You guys see where that one's going though, right, Ian? There's something there. Um, anyway, I'm in a relationship, as I've told you guys about. Um, which is, uh, you know, why I can be a fat ass and not really care about it very much. Um, it's funny how that happens, right? Like, like, uh, you just like start dating someone and just stop giving any fucks about your looks or your your personality or whatever. Um, but, uh, but yeah, one thing I've realized is, is, guys, we gotta be very aware of, of the situation. Gotta be very aware, keep your head on a swivel. There's disaster lurking at every corner, you know? Like being in a relationship is kinda like being in one of the hanging out on one of those beaches where like the water looks really still and really calm. But there's like this like lethal riptide waiting to like suck you into the middle of the ocean and anytime. You know, if you're not paying attention. One minute you're waiting around peacefully, finding that perfect neck high level of water so the girls don't see how horribly puberty treated your upper body. You guys know what I'm saying? The next you're a quarter mile out to sea gasping your last breaths, wondering what the fuck happened. We've all been there as guys, you know? Shit just turns on you in a fucking second. Like, you went to uh, you went to dinner, had fun, in the Uber. You fucking bought this girl an UberX. Surge price, even though you saw the Uber pool is it gonna be 15 bucks cheaper, you know? You're, you're balling out. Fucking doing it, doing it big. And um, you just make one little comment, you know? Just the one. And then just it's all it's all it's all done, you know. You just do the I'm like. So, do you have fun? Yeah, I just didn't think the food was that. And then just right as you're saying that, you remember that she picked the place, and she really likes the food there. And then, and then you're done. You're in you're in the riptide, you know. Just you just get the oh. So you didn't have fun. Okay, okay, it's fine. It's cool, dude. Isn't that the worst? Is the, is that it's fine? That's like the red zone right there, you know. <laughs> like like the more transparency there is in in when you're in trouble, the better. When it's fine, like you're you're fucked, because because you know that's that's where the ocean is. That's when you're in the middle of the ocean. You know the water might be calm, but that shit is deep. <laughs> you know you are fucked. Um, all right. I had uh, some more stuff I'm been running out of time. How are you guys doing? What's going on? What if let's do a little bit of ten person crowd work here? How are you guys doing? Ken, how's it going? Doing well. Yeah. What was, your, what was your name again? I'm Scott. Scott? Yeah. Good to see you, Scott. Yeah. Dude, I love this place. I'm just going to pitch me. I'm just going to suck Mutiny's dick for a bit. I love Mutiny. Yeah. Isn't, this, isn't this place great? <laughs> Four to six, Saturdays. Anyone? We've talked. Ken, I don't think we've talked. If you're free tomorrow, hit me up. Thanks, guys. All
2: right. See you
1: later. I'm running.
2: Let's all suck James dick yay! I mean metaphorically, yay! You guys are all gonna come see him tomorrow and Austin from four to six. New open mic—it's gonna be a lot of fun here. Mutiny Radio, five open mics a week—that's crazy, yay! That's exciting. All right, your next comedian—she's on shows all the time. In fact, she's on our show next week, which is Hell Hat. But you get to enjoy her right now. Everybody, she's got a bionic arm. It's Madison
1: done Never a bitch. she's doing and that what you really wanna know, no,
17: I already regret wearing my coat. Is this one working? Hello? They all Is, work, yeah. Oh, they all work. Whoa, it's a crazy day. Um, yeah, I have a bionic arm now. It's like this really heavy metal thing that I put on on for two hours a day. And uh, I know it's working because it hurts. And if it doesn't hurt, I have to crank on it until it does. <laughs> so my days are terrible. Um, after this, I'm going to what I'm pretty sure is going to be the world's worst surprise party. Like, <laughs> I am one of seven people who were invited. I have not seen this person in at least nine months. And her husband is picking her up from the airport and bringing her to be surprised. Like, I can't think of a a worse situation for a surprise party. Like, you know, you step off your flight, you want to go home and chill, and it's like, oh, surprise, there's seven awkward people here who don't know each other, and you have to interact with all of them. Yeah, oh, and they don't drink, so. (laughs) That's the part you guys are really connected with. Okay, I see, I see how it is. Um, So it's it's almost Valentine's Day, I don't know if if you guys noticed in Walgreens they have a lot of pink stuff. Um, Last Valentine's Day was probably my best Valentine's Day ever. I got laid and Scalia died and I was just like I was so happy, I mean little did I know where we would be now but like for a moment it was very exciting. And actually, the guy, I had sex with that, and we, like, kind of continued for the past year, like, just just as, like, fuck buddies. Um, So, for our fuck buddy anniversary, (laughs) I got a cake in the shape of a dog bone, and I wrote, and I'm getting one year written on it, because we've been boning for one year. (laughs) I'm so excited about this. Uh, What does this say? Oh. So... Every so often, I like hear it's usually about like a comedian couple, but there's always like some couple where I'm just like, oh my god, I wish they would adopt me, and then my second thought is like, or like have a threesome with me, and it's weird that those two things are like pretty much equivalent in my mind. <laughs> the latest one was Chelsea Peretti and Jordan Peele, but that one would be weird because my dad's name is Jordan, and so like, at least one of those situations would be awkward. Um, hmm. I took a lift here. And it was good. Like, well, I consider it like a good lift ride if I don't have to like stall them till we get to the destination to not like give them my phone number. (laughs) This happened the other night and it was just like so stressful. I just kept talking and then we were finally at my house and I was like, oh, I changed my mind. Bye. (laughs) I don't know if it's not something you guys deal with. Also, at work, one of my coworkers gave me a sex dice with like pictures of babies on it in Mandarin, it's all very weird. It's like on every level, it's weird. And then like on every other level, they've like fucked up handling it. But on the upside between that and the fact that I like broke my arm at a company event, they're never gonna fire me. Yeah, that's right. Um, I studied abroad in Morocco when I was like 20. And prior to that, I didn't smoke weed at all because I have asthma and I was really worried about my lungs. But I I then I heard that like it was considered rude to turn it down. So I wanted to be a good like global citizen, you know, a good guest. So I I practiced ahead of time. And then when I was there, I only like smoked once or twice. But we um we got some hashish and we didn't have anything to like roll it in. So we used a Quran. Like we ripped a page out of the Quran. It's, like pretty fucked up. But but in our defense, um, we did it because at home the other girl had used her Bible, so we knew that the paper was good for it. <laughs> okay, that's it. Thank you.
1: Madison no,
17: no, Donuts
2: no, defiling the Quran. with weed smoke. Uh, no, I've I've definitely used the Bible to uh, smoke bowls before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's the right. It's the right. The paper is the right weird consistency. You can. It's like it's like zigzags, kind of. It's like Jesus zigzags. He wants he wants you to do it. He, Jesus loves weed. Come on. They, in it, actually, when they the Bible, they used to anoint all the priests right in that oil shit. You didn't think there was cannabis in that oil, dummies? Come on now. All right. Yay, Madison It's Yay. Um we, oh, hey, hey you, you, you don't want to go. You just walked in the door. You don't, probably don't want to go. You go, all right. Hey, everybody, she just walked in the door, and it's her turn. Everybody, Jenny Hogan.
1: Um
18: I uh, I have this problem when I'm dating guys. I can never tell if they're into me or they have no friends. Yeah. <laughs> you never know why they're texting me. Um, I I slept with someone for the first time, and first time with him, um, and he was like, okay, what can I do to get you off? And I was like, well, I can only get off if I've had sex with someone a couple of times, so we're going to need to be in a committed relationship, (laughs) that's what I need. Um, I'm a big fan of double dates, double dates, dinner and breakfast, (laughs) do you get it? Because then you sleep over. Yeah, there's sex in between sometimes. I uh, Anyone go to the Women's March? Yeah, the yeah, ladies. Did any of the women here not go to the Women's March? I didn't. Did you have an excuse? I was on Shoot. <laughs> I think it's interesting that, well, Pam actually doesn't really, any, I think it's interesting that women always feel like they have to have an excuse for why they didn't go to the Women's March. Um, in a way, like it's just become another way to shame women. Like now now women have to apologize for not attending the march where they decided we don't have to apologize for things anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh what else is new? I like giving blowjobs because I because I hate conversation. Anytime I start giving a blowjob though I get very competitive with the penis, like Who's gonna give up first? Um, it's always me. I, uh, I can't remember the last time I gave a blowjob to completion. I don't think people still do, even. It's not like a contest I want to win, though. Like, I want to be, I want to have more endurance than the dick, but at the same time, even if I win, the reward is just come in my mouth. So it's not like a fun prize, you know? I think I uh, I don't know how to end conversations. Um, I think I'll give you guys a little tutorial. If the conversations happen less than two minutes in length, you can just leave. You know, you don't have to say anything. I think it's fine. Two to five minutes though, I think you need to give like a little little wave, but it can be like this. Like it doesn't have to come higher than your hips. Let them know you're exiting though. Uh, and start at, start at about 15 seconds before you're going to leave the conversation because they might not see it because it's very subtle. Uh, More than five minutes, though, you need to give a reason for why you're leaving the conversation. Pro tip, come up with the excuse before you start the sentence about the excuse. (laughs) Or Or else you're just gonna end up being like, I have to go. And if you say you have to go to the bathroom and the bathroom's right there, go in it. <laughs> I'm telling you from a place of experience <laughs> I've been burned before um, I uh, I don't know I think I might have to join the witness protection program though I recently liked a happy birthday post on Facebook from 2014 the guy I slept with once I think I need a, I think it's it for me um, I don't know how to end sets either so I'm just gonna go bye. <laughs> Me. time, you can
1: quick She starts
2: the wave awkwardly Two minutes to reset Jenny Hogan, everyone Yay! All right Hey, James, did Austin make it? Oh, no, oh, okay, I was just checking Hey, George, it's your turn All right He's been trying to figure out how to open this beer for like the past hour and a half So if anybody Oh, okay, here we go Hey, everybody Clap your hands wildly for George Davis Nigga, you gonna
1: get hit yeah, Come yeah, on,
19: hey everybody! Cool, I love seeing you guys. It's the best fucking crowd in the world. I got some free tea tonight, but that's not what I'm looking for. Shut up. <laughs> that's what I learned about myself the other day. I was thinking about this shit the other day, and <laughs> this is so weird. Let's go off set i was thinking about like i'm a selfish shithead like they always tell people to like you know the best way to get jokes like the really way to make people connect with you is if you tell them about your real self and i was like if i tell people about my real self nobody's gonna ever like me again (laughs) if i was like really honest people would be like fuck this guy And she's just like, you know what, guy? I get it. <laughs> Fuck you. right? Like, just the worst. I swear to God. Because like, I'd start telling about like how fucking selfish I am. I'm so fucking selfish. I'm the worst. I swear to God. No wonder. No, I can't believe
0: it. You're standing on stage. No shit.
19: All right. <laughs> this is a bit I was thinking about working on tonight. I thought this would be funny. All right, this is shit about like stuff I got wrong, right? Because I, like I said, you know, you want to talk about yourself, right? So I was like, all right, how about shit I get wrong? One, I thought Shakira was dead. <laughs> nope, she turned 40 this Monday. Found that out. I thought she turned 40. I was like, no shit. <laughs> I thought she was dead. <laughs> Dumb shit, no she yeah, no, no, I wasn't gonna uh, yeah, whatever the other the, the girl that uh Jennifer Lopez played, yeah, she's right, <laughs> sorry, I mean, yeah, girl <laughs> all right, anyway, <laughs> here's an old thing I told when I was like a kid, like riding school bus days, can't ski down round Mount Rushmore, not a thing can't do it anyway but here's my favorite one and this is the whole reason i brought this whole shit up is because i used to work at a record store for like three years like when i like before i worked at them for like about 10 years but uh in like my third year i was standing there talking to a dude and we're like hey and the guy was like hey man let's talk about like really great chick singers and i was like ah dude the lead singer of rush (laughs) Not a girl. <laughs> Gabby Lee is not a chick. <laughs> Gabby Lee is a dude. Even though Gabby Lee sounds like a girl's name, it sounds like a name like my grandmother would have named my aunt. Like, oh, my Aunt Gabby? Yeah, I know that fucking chick. You know? But let, Let's <sighs> calm down here, folks. For, oh, yeah. These aren't even a thing. That's so funny. You ever heard of this name? Fucking Vern Lenquist. Yep. Oh, it's a sports fan over here, right? NCAA. Vern Lenquist. That's a great name. I was. You know what's another great name? Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions. That's a beautiful name too. Jeffrey. That's what I said. I said Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. <laughs> That's a beautiful name. That's another great name. Nah, you know, I'm not going to say your name. It's gross. Anyway. <laughs> all right, and all right. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, let me get my fucking head full of dogs surrounded by dumb out of here. I just saved, like, one of my favorite jokes lately. Um, what do you get when you surround fucking Trump in a goddamn uh, Jewish memorial ceremony? The Immaculate Collection? (laughs) (laughs) Of the Blonde Ambition Tour? Alright, thank you ladies and gentlemen. Good night.
2: George Davis! 45 and Madonna were friends, right? I can't, I don't know anything anymore. I'm just confused. My whole world is falling apart. Uh, the pretty girl in the corner with the guy that we were making fun of earlier, is she still here? Does she want to perform? No. She left. Yes. The pretty girl left? Yes. Okay, with the little, she had a cute little outfit on the All whole right. day. All right, your next comedian. Uh, hey, he is uh, actually. I think he's putting together a, a tour right now of San Francisco. Uh, it's it's his own. It's he's trying. He's calling it the the Kamikaze Tour because he's been bombing all over the place in the past couple weeks. Everybody, put your heads together for Ken Suzuki.
1: Thank you.
20: Sounds like you listened to the last mutiny I was on. I performed at a showcase here uh, a while ago. It was a showcase based around mine, around mine and the other comics, Zodiac Signs. Uh, it was interesting because we're all Aquarians or Aquarius, so it was, pretty, it was a pretty kinky showcase. It was titled the Water Bearing Waterboarding Showcase. Yes, yeah, Aquarius into the waterboarding, not into the water sports. That's why I will never be president. And our president right now has been talking about put building a wall by our southern down around our southern border. Why? The way I look at it, borders are like assholes. They're meant to be penetrated every once in a while. I mean, not, not saying you shouldn't have a regulated entrance policy, but you know, special occasion, a drunken night, too much tequila and Jaeger, no condoms and a lot of lube. Give them some amnesty. Because all races, all races, all races gape. A rosebud by any other race would still be the color of uncooked meat. And immigrants don't even have me worried that much. Immigrants, I don't have me worried. It's the robots that got me concerned, all right? I'm so paranoid, I'm now, I only said please and thank you when I talked to Siri, just in case AI comes to life. They'll remember who treated them properly. Because back in the early days of computers and AI, Philip uh, K. Dick wondered, do androids dream of electric sheep? In the age of internet porn, I wonder, do they just have digital wet dreams? I'll make that one work. White flight is what I call it when my sperm leaves my body because it's white. And when I'm nutting into a black chick, I call it gentrifying that puss. (laughs) Oh, BDSM. Did you guys know that's the only context in this day and age where it's still acceptable to have a slave? You guys have all heard this expression, right? Case of the Mondays. Maybe it's not a case of the Mondays. Maybe it's just a case of you have a shitty life. Which is kind of hopeful, because when, if ever you're feeling down, just remember, it's not you, it's life. And it'll be over eventually. Don't feel obligated to stay till the end either, though. Because one of the be- most beautiful things about being alive is knowing that you always have that option to walk out. Alright, the hardest part about writing a good suicide joke is the (laughs) (laughs) follow-through. Takes initiative. Now, I'm not what you would call an involved parent. I only have one kid in like five states. (laughs) And now I'm hiding out here. Hey, to be fair, I'm pro-choice. They chose wrong. Joke fucking. If God didn't want you to do it, then why'd he make the neck fit the hand so perfectly? That's how you know you found your soulmate. It ain't how the dick fits in the cooch. It's the hand around the neck. That's the real key in the keyhole, guys. Praise Keck, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Ken Suzuki, everyone. Keeping it real. Indeed. Hey, uh, you guys are also welcome to stick around for our next show at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's going to be My Strange Edge. We're going to be keeping it real with uh, Dan Shively, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, Wind, Paul Sanford, Trish Pandia, Richard Kiss, and Griffin Daly. should be a fun show. All talking about... Uh, yeah, and I've got the I got the treats I made him yesterday, so that's all good. We're still listening to Ace the rapper, his new album Caution. Try me, we're digging it.
11: World, you can't even from yeah,
2: uh, your next comedian, uh, he's a funny guy. Uh, he's been coming out to the uh, brainwash, and we're excited about it. He used to be in a band, and now he's a comedian. You guys are gonna laugh at his jokes, everybody. It's Casey
1: Fields. Real nigga, I know she I don't even trust I don't trust, I don't even trust a bitch. I know that she got a time and I Hey,
21: this ooh. is a surprise cuz I didn't sign up. <laughs> I didn't. But, just didn't go up. Oh, cool. Awesome. I didn't actually prepare anything. Um, so I'll just tell you about my day cuz it was really shitty. It was really shitty. I spent 3 hours digging hippie hair out of my shower drain because my girlfriend's uh, friend Michaela is in town. Michaela Uh, Lives in Monterey and she broke up with her boyfriend and so because we're such nice people we're letting her stay at our apartment for a few weeks Despite my lease saying I'm not allowed to do that Uh, (laughs) And I don't know it's just one of those inconveniences I guess I've been thinking about it I'm trying to be a nice person but Every time I try to do something nice the universe just wants to go like fuck you Fuck you Casey and then, I don't know. It's just like, yeah, that's what you get for caring. <laughs> I don't really have much other material. I guess I'll just run through some stuff that like, I, I wouldn't normally say at open mics. <laughs> I'll just, <laughs> uh, I have this really nerdy joke. Um, Isaac Newton said, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Which is why I believe Newton never had a girlfriend. Because if he did, he would have said, for every action, <laughs> there's a stronger and opposite overreaction. Ah. And the original action, for which you are remorseful, will never be forgotten. <laughs> Alright, that's my time. Thank you. I ain't even playing, and
1: I'm on the news. Right
2: Yay, Casey Field. on stage without even knowing who's going to be on stage. Yay. Clap for me just throwing people up. Hey, your next comedian, he goes by a first name only. He might be that angel that fell from heaven to come rescue you with this comedy. Right now, slap your meat paws together for Raphael. Everybody know I'm up next on
1: play. And I make making money every day.
22: Thank you. Dude, that's awesome, man. You uh, you're letting your friends stay at your, your place, man. You you are nice, man. That's uh, can I can I stay at your place when she leaves, dude? <laughs> I'll clean I'll clean your drains, dude. Uh, you don't even, I'll I'll clean your hairy drains. You don't even have to clean your hairy drains for me. I'll do I'll I'll clean your bathtub too and, and anything else you want me to clean too. Uh, seriously, I I'm, I'm homeless now, man. So <laughs> i'm uh a little hard up for a kitchen I like to cook food it's it's tough man it's tough being homeless. I made a conscious decision to be homeless though um this year yeah which is uh is good i used to i used to live in detroit you know uh I had a home in detroit um so uh things are looking up up for me nowadays you know we got the trend going on it's, it's um it's actually nice it's nice being nicer being homeless out here in California than than it is having a home in Detroit. <laughs> it's fucking shitty as hell over there. You guys ever ever been to Michigan? It's fuck, first of all, it's like cold as fuck this time of year. Like so cold, you could um, you could die. You could die. Yeah, you can die because of the cold. A lot of people do it. We don't we don't have this luxury camping under the freeways that you guys got. Like when when you're homeless in Detroit, you just you pretty much shit out of luck. Huh yeah. igloos igloos <laughs> uh yeah, nice suggestion <laughs> anyway um yeah, uh shit, what else man i'm uh I'm raising a kid, man, I'm raising a kid so uh, will make sure I keep my kid away from you that's <laughs> <laughs> scary huh say- what was that you're avoiding children. oh okay, I wasn't sure what you meant by the throat neck thing oh that's mine. That's my <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh that makes it that makes it a ton better man <laughs> 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 so there's a, there's like an age limit for that then right <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, um. Yeah, good. Right. Uh well, I went through with it, man. I had the kid. I had the kid because I was afraid uh my baby mama was was going to get an abortion. So, I like uh I like told her everything was going to be cool and shit and that we were going to have a great life together and uh I knew it wasn't going to last for a year. <laughs> I was I was actually getting ready to break up with her when she told me she was pregnant. <laughs> and i was like okay i i could i can keep this up just just to have a baby which uh i did successfully i have a, a baby i uh, we've been going 5 years yeah yeah i just got off the phone with her she was crying her eyes out she said uh she said she wanted to know that i was willing to put uh more uh energy into having a relationship with her and um not just uh uh be being concerned with making my own life work. And uh one thing at a time, baby, is all I gotta say. Uh <laughs> one thing at a time. Uh shit, what else, man? Um yeah, hard knock life man for a lot of people, man. My uh you can raise a kid when you're homeless though, you know a lot of people think uh uh, you know, you're deadbeat dad or whatever, but that's not true. Me and my kid we go out foraging quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> It's cool, yeah. And it's great. It's good. uh, It's easier, like, when you're getting woken up by the police to have a kid in your car if you want to not go to jail. Uh, But uh, on that note, man, uh, thanks for giving me my time here. Y'all have a good
1: night.
2: Raphael telling us the news from the streets. Homelessdad.com. Yeah, hey, uh... I don't know I can't imagine having a baby cause they don't pay you to hang out with children when they're yours that's weird to me your next comedian likes to roller skate that means that he scares children all the time uh, I hope that someday he just wears a clown wig and walks around with his horn and scares the fuck out of small children put your hands together everybody for Matthew Quirk
23: yeah, hey, I Yeah, yeah, cut So, uh, yeah, Valentine's Day coming up, right? I mean, fucking perfect month for it, right? February, the otherwise totally depressing month. They just add that run on there. So I figured, you know, hey, I won't won't be all fucked up this year. I'll just, like, sign up for some of those shows they're having on Valentine's Day. Like, I kept on submitting, you know, for those shows. I'm like, hey, I'm available without conflict. Let's do this. But I even got rejected from them. Like, they're just piling on top of Tinder, like, mercilessly. Yeah, fucking Tinder. I, uh, I remember talking to women in real life at bars and in the world. And, you know, there's really, I, I saw a lot of rejection in my life. But, you know, at least back then, there was only so much you can fit into the day before the bartender would be like, hey, buddy, you've had enough. You know, why don't you just go home and start fresh tomorrow? You know, right, yeah, thanks, yeah. But like Tinder, you get to just fucking furiously fucking swipe on that fucking thing till the coldless, soulless app itself finally has to say, "Hey, buddy, you've had enough for like six to eight hours. Why don't you just, why don't you just move along here?" And you know, it still it piles up like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of rejections by the end of the week. Something I can only do with the help of a computer, you know. And like with Tinder they've invented new ways of, of 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 rejection. There's like, you know, on their on their profile they'll say like must be 59, which is like which is like prejection. You know, you're like pre-rejected. And then they've got like they'll sometimes wait till you're in conversation, you know, and then they'll finally bring up like how tall are you? And like, all right, I'm five five and it's like, oh well, I'm I can't it have to be at least, you know so that's like pre dumped. Yeah. That's like getting pre dumped. And then like there's when they finally meet you, hey <laughs> when they finally meet yeah she's very tall. And then when they finally meet you in real life and they're like, Oh, you know, you have a great personality, which is like, hey, what does great personality mean when a chick tells you her friend has a great personality, right? Yeah, it means fat, right? So, like, great personality has come to mean, like, short for men. And it's just, like, another way of being, like, pre Like, pre-rejected. Like, not even given a chance for a date. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not, that's not enough, you know. I finally did get a date on Tinder, like the last date I had, just to show you how long that little fucking app has been taking parts of my soul and using it for kindling. My last date was SantaCon. I went on a Tinder date. And yeah, and I dressed good. I was a little Kris Kringley, you know, I was like sexy Santa. I had like a nice shirt on with like a tasteful tie and like my green wool jacket which is actually a woman's jacket because I like to mix a little androgyny in with my fashion every once in a while. And she was in this like sexy elf costume and looking good. Like she's had work done and it was worth it. She looked great. But by the end of the date, you know, she likes an executive at Uber. So she calls me an Uber and like sends me home because apparently she had been in touch with this bartender who she'd rather fuck. And I'm just like the opening act, you know? But, but that wasn't enough. Like two days later, she sent me the money back that I had spent on drinks. Like I got a message from Venmo like, hey, this bitch tried to send you, you know, Bitcoin. Like she, she wanted to erase that. There's no paper trail. So, so now I find out like a date can be annulled. And so, you know, happy Valentine's Day, everybody.
2: Annulling dates this entire month. <laughs> it's Matthew Quirk. Somebody swipe right on him on, on Tinder. I don't know how any of that works. I don't I don't internet date. Uh good stuff. Uh somebody somebody date him. Are you not did I not book you on the short people short month show at the end of this month? Uh, I, I think did, I'm on, didn't I? I think I'm on the short people yeah. The last show of the month uh, on the 24th is short people, short month. And all the men have to be underneath five, five. And all of the women have to be underneath five, two to perform tiny people, short months. I'm trying to, oh, you I'm know,
23: for short, I don't know about tiny.
2: Well, I mean, okay, fine. Tiny is the wrong word. Your next comedian uh, is not tiny. He, in fact, is uh, making a movie right now, so that'll be interesting to see what happens and uh, what happens with his artwork. You guys, right now, you're gonna clap wildly for him. Put your hands together for
1: Scott!
24: Hey, <laughs> everybody, Working, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. This is great. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. This is so much better than prison. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, right? Actually, I'm noticing there's four mics here. Uh, that's more mics than a bar in the Castro. <laughs> anyway, uh, how are you all doing? I like that. Good, 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 good. Um, talking about Tinder, right? You know, well, all this Viagra going around. Actually, that reminds me. You know Donald Trump? They should make it. Congress should pass a law that Donald Trump cannot take Viagra because he really doesn't need to be any more of a dick, right? right am I right yeah, yeah. and uh, Roger Ailes the former chair of uh, head of Fox News 79 years old got fired for sexual harassment pretty good right he's got bragging rights at the senior center right hey still got it No. <laughs> so um, speaking about and tinder you know now there's a tinder for uh, senior citizens I did you know that? know that yeah you know what it's called Fifty Shades of Grey, it's the book, no, you get it, okay, okay, so uh, hmm. I am from Oakland and uh, I'm a Raiders fan so I wear all this Raider gear and stuff and in Oakland everybody thinks you're a loser, but uh, when I come to San Francisco it's really cool, everybody thinks I'm a gangster, how cool is that, right? um yeah i didn't write down a set list because i'm absent-minded um uh, any topics you want to talk about no so um what else yeah uh trump let's see we talked about trump oh yeah i went to the women's march let's hear it for that yeah there was a lot of hot lesbians in that march it was really You know, and what is it I see like these, sometimes I see a a kind of very butch couple, you know, shirts walking down the street, shaved heads, folded hands. I think, wow, that's really cute. There's somebody in this world for everybody. But I see some hot lesbians, you know, supermodel types walking down the street. And I think, God, what dude fucked that up, right? (laughs) Because let's face it, dudes are always fucking things up, right? I know probably it's natural, it's not, but they're fucking... You know, I mean, half the TV programs are about dudes fucking things up, right? They, they shouldn't just call it CSI Miami, New York. They could just call it CSI men fucking things up, right? Men behaving badly. and I did see this one show that um, it was CSI, and finally there was a woman serial killer. I was so excited. Finally, a woman. But then it turned out to be a guy in drag. So what's new so yeah, a lot of people don't know this but uh, Donald Trump is actually for the immigration of hot supermodels Yeah Especially if they're willing to do jobs that Americans won't do you know like prostitution and marry Donald Trump I Had to think about that no not funny, okay, well, I'm gonna end on that uh, sad note Makes me feel right at home. Thank you. Thank you, Pam. Hey.
2: Hey! Scott, everyone! Hooray! Uh, all right. Uh, so no, Stephen Massey. Yeah, the bathroom door. Just gotta kind of yank on it. I'm sorry. Everything's broken here. Uh, no, Stephen Massey. No, Luisa Isabel, Sad face. No, Austin. Uh, That means that we're going to end a little bit early, which is great for me. I feel fantastic about that. Uh, Stay tuned at 8 o'clock. We're going to have Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse here. With some really funny people talking about their strange ex relationships. There's Dan Shively, Latoya, the Sheriff of Truth, Win, Paul Sanford, Trish Pandya, Richard Kiss, and Griffin. De- oh, he just walked in in time. Hey everybody, clap your hands wildly for our last comic of the evening, Stephen Massey.
1: Damn,
25: I like this intro music. You're letting other people pick for you now. No offense. Sorry.
2: Uh, Ace the rapper sent this to me in the mail. His new album called Caution. Try me. He sent it. He said anyone who sends me anything in the mail, I'll fucking play it. I don't give a fuck.
25: They're pretty good. That was pretty good from the five-second snippet I heard of it. Uh, hey guys. Um, Oh, fuck it. You know, I, I wrote this bitterly, and I don't have it totally down, but I'm going to uh, try it out for you. So, um, you know, I have stood on this stage before, and I've been a staunch advocate of not talking in the theater, not being rowdy and an asshole, generally, to the people around you. Um, but last night I saw a movie uh, that is among those that uh, I think is totally fine to bring your babies to have a conversation, yell at the screen, whatever, because it doesn't matter what you say or do, because uh, there's, like, ten total minutes of, like, you know, even just only kind of loud stuff happening on screen, Uh, and if you're wondering, last night I saw John Wick Chapter Two. Uh, It is a fucking brilliant movie. It's brilliant in its ridiculousness, and it's just its scope of, of how willing it's, uh, how far it is willing to go in service of just nonstop kinetic, uh, totally pointless action violence. Um, <laughs> but, um... You know, these movies, uh, they inevitably make a hundred million dollars and they, you know, start lining up the sequel real soon. So I thought I would pitch, uh, John Wick, the final chapter, which is probably wishful thinking when it comes to a franchise, but hey. Um, so the thing with these movies is they always start with a gunfight, and the fights get more intense, but the weapons de-escalate. So it starts with guns, goes to knives, and then finally hand to hand. So, for the final chapter, I'm thinking just three huge set pieces in these, like, Smash Brothers Final Destination type arenas, and you just have, like, hundreds upon hundreds of faceless henchmen going to their death, fighting John Wick as he's globetrotting, trying to take down this international syndicate of uh, of hitmen. And, you know, we start in the first arena, and he's just using guns. He's got, like, a fucking rocket launcher, a bazooka that shoots chainsaws, and a gun that shoots smaller guns that get into your bloodstream (laughs) and kill you from the inside out. And then, you know, he goes to uh, Japan to find a katana forged by the finest smith in all the land. And then he, you know, goes to another arena and chops dudes to bloody bits. Uh, And then finally he, you know, runs out of knives and guns and he just fights with his fists and blocks bullets with his mind because he's still the one. Uh, (laughs) Thanks, I'm glad that landed. Um, So... I work for Ease. I do pot delivery, um, it's a pretty cool gig. I drive around all day and I listen to music and podcasts. Um, one of my favorite um, uh, musicians is uh, Tom Waits. Any Tom Waits fans? Yeah, yeah, I'm a huge Tom Waits fan, I got into him in college, I love him. Um, and he's one of my favorite things to listen to around winter, he's got a very gravelly voice, I like to say he's kind of what it'd be like if whiskey could talk uh he's got a voice that just sounds like anything that comes out of it is either going to be really cool or deeply unsettlingly weird uh he's got this really long song on this album he did in the 70s and he just describes a night in the city like a beatnik poet my favorite line from that one is uh it was just about that time that the sun came crawling yellow out of a manhole at the foot of 23rd street and a
6: dracula moon in a black
25: disguise was making its way to its prepaid room at the saint moritz hotel i know right yeah (laughs) And, you know, uh, people who talk about people like, you know, Morgan Freeman or David Attenborough. Is it David or Richard, the guy that does Planet Earth? Richard, Richard, thanks. Um, (laughs) They always say about these people, you know, oh, man, I could listen to them read the phone book. But, you know, Tom Waits, he wouldn't read the phone book. He'd scat the phone book. You know, he'd be like five, five, eight, nine, three, six, one, seven, one, zero, two,
6: three, four, two, three, four,
2: seven, two, one,
25: nine, nine. All right, I'm Stephen Massey. Thanks,
1: guys.
2: Stephen Massey, everybody. Stephen Massey, rounding out a lovely, happy hour of two hours of comedy. For me and yous, let's drink the booze. Stick around, everyone. Uh, coming up in 12 minutes at 8 o'clock, it's going to be Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse featuring uh, comedians talking about their sad, ugly, stupid lives and the ex-relationships they've been a part of. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. Paul Sanford's going to freak you guys out. If you haven't been freaked out yet, fucking stick around, eat a pot treat, and get freaked out by Paul Sanford. <laughs> All right. um, Hey, stick around for pamp Buy your tickets for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival now. Good night.
1: that you what you really want to know. I know and
6: Alex. Hey.
4: This is We'll mute with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the nation. Give it to me
6: every time. Ah!
0: Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.f. And Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard, as well as movies over there. dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all.
26: incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank that's mutiny radio rentals every thursday saturday and sunday from 8 to 10. book your event now
25: are
23: you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts are you on a raft without a pattern
2: Second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017, to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S. From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics Will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30 seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, what a Tomato Produce Company, the Law Offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, Jankytown.org, Brooke Heineken, fervor, Fervor, and Trina Roderick. <laughs>
14: asiento this locally owned mission neighborhood bar and restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival we hope you'll join us any night of the mutiny radio comedy festival for happy hour pricing all night long just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing march 1st through the 5th at asiento our address is 2730 21st street at bryant street just a half a block away from mutiny radio Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join
2: us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato! Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. What a tomato.
14: Two zero five five Jared
13: Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Moms Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy.
2: What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork.
4: Man,
9: you should go to JohnStraussLaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best
2: of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket.
9: Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you.
23: They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business. It's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com
18: And inject politics into the physician-patient relationship. I'm stunned that this POS bill would get this far.